0: This is Rock Talk
1: with Mitch LaFawn. Mitch LaFawn. Welcome to this episode of Rock Talk with Mitch LaFawn. Joining me on the phone from the Tigers of Pantang, it is guitarist Rob Weir. The new album, Ritual, comes out this November 2019. I've had a chance to hear it. It is fantastic. You will love it. And In fact, the 2000, I believe it was 16... Self-titled album Tigers of Pantang is, is the one that really sort of set me off on this band. you know, they had Spellbound and Wildcat and all that stuff back in the 80s. Great albums love the stuff, but then hearing that self-titled album was like, whoa, this is great. And you know they, they were part of the new wave of uh, British heavy metal back in the day and and, and and I'm not sure I was gonna I'm gonna call what they're doing now heavy metal. I'm just gonna call it very satisfying. Hard rock. Anyway, uh, I'm going to just get into this interview. Uh, Rob and I had a great conversation. In fact, while he was waiting for the train to go home, so so we're, he, he's at the train station calling in, which is, which is quite great. And uh, anyway, here we are uh, from the mighty Tigers of Pantang. Here is guitarist Rob Weir. We're speaking with the Tigers of Pantang guitarist Rob Weir. The new album, Ritual, drops in November, of course, I have had a chance to hear it, and it is spectacular, much like the last album, Tigers of Pantang, which was equally uh, spectacular. So, bonjour, Rob. How are you?
0: Good evening, one and all. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm mighty fine. Really, really good. Um, and it's an absolute pleasure to speak to you, sir. You had a little bit of bronchitis, but yes. you're sounding pretty good.
1: I'm surviving. So, um,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um Jack Daniels, uh, honey, Jack Daniels is pretty good. I, I, I hear for, for a cough. Um, I wouldn't know cause I don't drink honey, Jack Daniels. Um, I don't like it. I only like proper Jack Daniels.
1: <laughs> well, listen, uh, I, I haven't been doing Jack Daniels, but I've been doing honey and cinnamon tea. So hopefully th- that'll that be, oh, uh, my, uh,
0: uh, oh my goodness. Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's, no, no, I, it's brown I and got honey.
1: <laughs> but hopefully it'll, it'll work. But but let us talk about the band here because, yeah. uh, okay. the new lineup yes. has been together for for a few years now. With, uh, and, and I, I say Jacopo. I don't know if that's the the, the proper pronunciation, but Jac- Jacopo, Jacopo, Miele, Jacopo, Miele, Jacopo, right? Miele. Perfect. Yes, See? Perfect. he is of Jacopo course the uh, the new um, vocalist. So before we get into the new album and how it came about, and the writing and the uh, Talk to me about this lineup, because, you know, sometimes when you're a band and you move members in and out, there is, right, you know, if you look at a Quiet Riot or an L.A. Guns or one of those bands, fans sometimes go, well, you know, it's not this band unless... But you guys took a little bit of a break, and then you finally came back, and then you started doing albums again. Uh, Talk to me about reestablishing the band, because for me who's a newer fan. I wasn't around in the 1980s. I'm a newer fan. To me, this is the lineup, right? Um, Yeah. Well, you you see, I'll interject there. You see, um,
0: when I, when I, um, I got a phone call in 99. Um, I hadn't been playing since 87. Um, got a phone call saying it's 20 years um tigers um sort of uh, um, celebration we're thinking about doing a reunion um and um Wacken in germany um would like to have you on um in, in a headline position so i kind of thought myself wow uh yeah i've i'll set them in i'll, I'll, I'll do it um I, at the end of '87, um, I I, I sold everything. I sold all my gear, sold my studio, sold everything, and just went into, um, you know, went into something completely different. Um, Quite disillusioned with the music business. Um, I had a couple of um, situations um, in in lineups and things, and I I just thought, I, I, I can't be doing with this. Um, so I stepped away from it. Um, so when I got this phone call in '99, I thought to myself, uh, you know, uh, it, it took me a, a fraction of a second to, for my brain to say, "Yeah, we're doing it." So I had to go out and start and buy guitars and amps, and uh, which was, of course, was fantastic because it's um, it's it, it, uh, it, it's a great love of mine. Um, went out and did that and got well and truly bitten on the bum by the rock and roll bug again. Um, Rock and roll is a disease. Um it's a fantastic disease. Um and it can also be a terrible disease. But when it's in your blood, when you've got it, um you can never get rid of it. Uh, it's there Indeed. for life. Uh yeah. it, it 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 can it can hunker down uh and, and 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 hibernate, but my goodness, uh when when it comes back out, um, you know, as it did for me. So, so two thousand came around, and I thought I'm going to have to put put it you know put a Tigers back together again. Um, first member in was Craig, who's still there. Um, there was uh, two singers before Jack uh, from two thousand to two thousand and three. So Jack's Jack has been in since two thousand and four, so he's sixteen years in. Um, and if you consider the original Tigers were together from seventy nine to. Really, sort of eighty-three, so it had a four-year, a four-year run where we were touring the world. Um, But and you know, we're now I'm now nineteen years into this Tigers, so uh, we're doing pretty good. Um, And it, 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 you know, we we had uh, two or three albums out, uh, just trying to find the footing again, find the, the 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 right place um you know to, to for the band to sit in the uh, you know in in the sort of hierarchy of of, of other bands on the circuit um and I, after 19 years so you know this this it, it's not it, nothing's quick fire these days really um if 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 you want to establish yourselves and keep yourselves going then i think you have to consider everything um and you certainly have to persevere and keep at it um, which you know is is what I, I have done. Um, the, the boys in the band are, 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 are tremendous. Um, a lot of people. Uh, They're a great in, band. In-
1: Absolutely great band. I'm going to interject on my on my end on this time. But uh, you know, in the past when I started interviewing you and and the other members around the Tigers album that was released in what was it 2016 2017 2016 yeah 2016 yeah, 2016. Mm. I had reached out to some of the past members, including John Deverell, about doing an interview, and, and they all rejected it. They were like, no, no, no. That's... And what I've noticed on this album and on this time period, it seems as though those tides have changed. I've seen the John Deverell uh, Facebook and stuff post about Rob has a new album coming out and you guys should check it out. And, of course, you worked with Fred Purser on this one. And there, it just seems as though maybe the family's not back together, but it seems as though everybody's sort of encouraging each other now. Has there been a, a change in, in everybody's sort of attitude towards the new lineup and moving forward? Because, you know, I've now i I've now interviewed John. He spoke very highly about you. Uh, when you go to the Square One website or Facebook, they mention, hey, you guys have a new album, right? And then you worked with him, so, or worked with... with, with
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I've, 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 I've always, re- always remained friends with, with, with everybody, really. Um, you know, all, all, albeit we, we don't physically see each other um, through through social media. Um, I actually um, pick the phone up and, I, and I, I ring Rocky probably about three or four times a year. I probably speak to John Sykes probably about that, um, and keep bugging him about bringing tell, his tell, new album out. Tell,
1: tell him to um, give me a call. Like, tell him to give me a call. I'd love to interview John Sykes. Holy mackerel! Um,
0: oh, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It, 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 the... it takes me only time to, uh, to, to 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 bug him and just r- remind him, um, you know, that I used to look after him in in, in, in hotel rooms when we were uh, when we were touring.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, but but, um, but talk to me about working with Fred on this one and having him uh, being in his studio and and having him have additional production and, and working with you on yeah. this.
0: Well, yeah. Um, so so what happened was um, we recorded the last album at Blast in Newcastle um, with a great uh, engineer um, called Mark Broughton, who uh, was working a lot with Andy Taylor from Duran Duran, who uh, Andy Taylor used to live about um, two kilometers away from, from where I used to live uh, in, in Whitley Bay back in 77, 78. Um, uh, so, so we, knew, we we knew each other. We knew each other from back then, from from uh, Andy playing in a, his band called Fast Breeder and me playing in my band called Trick, uh, and we played on the same bill together. But that's a, that's a whole nother story. Um, and um, uh, I suggested I threw we were going to go back to Blast, and I threw into the pot. I said, "What about we go to Trinity Heights? Uh, it's Fred's, Fred Fred Studio. There's the link there from from the Tigers, because obviously Fred was on the Cage album, the fourth album." Uh, he's, he's done a lot of great work. Um, he's been, you know, he's, he's been an engineer producer for the last 30 years. Uh, you know, I've been in the studio. It's a great studio. What about giving it a try? So everybody said, yeah, OK, yeah, yeah we'll be able to do that. And I think there were some reservations, as you probably would, because we had a, we made a great album at Blast. There's, there's, there's no denying that. Um, you know, we got a gold disc for it in January this year from the record company. So it, it's it's done all right. Um, and um, w- we booked Fred, um, we weren't ready, uh, so we, we put it back, this was last year, uh, and we put it, It was the May, we put it back to the November, and we still weren't ready, so we, we, we respected the fact um, that, you know, we weren't ready, and it, it, the album wouldn't be as good as it could be, uh, and we, we third, third time lucky, um, apologising to Fred every time, um, we went in, of course, in in January and uh, and nailed it. Um, and Fred was an incredible engineer. Um, he gave us guidance when we asked for it. Um, we pretty much produced it ourselves. We, we, we kind of know what we want and, and 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 how things. We've all been around a wee bit, and you know, been in. Uh, you know, I've, I've been in, in a, quite a lot of recording studios, so I I, I, I know my way around and know how they work. We know how. How we wanted things to sound, um, and, and Fred, um, Fred said, "I'm, I'm going to engineer everything quite flat because I know it's going to go to Soren, and Soren's going to do his thing. And if I do too much, then it might be difficult for him to change it." So, so we said that that's absolutely fine. Fred was meticulous with his re- with, with you know doing takes and stuff like that. Incredible memory, God, my goodness! Incredible memory of, of knowing what's what and where's where. Um, so we, we 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 finished the album in three weeks on time uh off it went to um to Copenhagen to Søren's studio um and Søren just did his thing um and Søren has the touch he is the go-to the go-to man really uh, and and I, I imagine he's going to be so so busy with bands, wanting them to to to, to produce um you know for, uh, for them um when he's not playing guitar with Glenn Hughes, of course. Uh he's he's such a nice guy. Um and this is the second time we said to Soran, no you gotta master the album. He said, No, I I'd rather it go across to Harry Hess. Um
1: who Canadian is, Harry Hess from Harem Scarum, no? one of the greatest melodic rock bands that most Absolutely. people don't know about, which is Abs- which most yeah. people don't know about you're right. Yeah, which I'm, is I'm, unfortunate. I've, 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 because they, they I've should got all be. The, I've got all their
0: albums. Check out, check, please, everybody, check it. Yeah, I, I mean, play our album first, please. But certainly yes. check out Aram Scaram because they, they are, a, they're a little treasure. They really are. They really uh, are not a not so, not, not so little. Um, but yeah, Harry, Harry's, uh, Harry's um, other business is 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 uh, mastering. Um, and it, oh, oh, what an amazing job he does. Um, so. uh uh, so so it so he it was mastered uh, by Harry in in his studio in uh, i think i think it's Toronto I think sorry harry it has to be Toronto um,
1: cuz he's he's out over there but okay so but let me ask you about new music in the sense that and and let me contextualize the question because it is the sort of the newest incarnation with the newest members with Michael and Gav and Craig and and and, and Jacopo mm. you you have to make new music because if you just go out there and play all of yesterday's hits you're going to be accused of being a cover band and so and nobody wants that. So you have to make new music. But on the other hand, if you make new music just for new music's sake and it's not great, like the last album was, people are just going to go, oh, what do they do? So so how much pressure do you have in making a new album, but then also making sure that if you're going to put eleven tracks, they're going to have to be eleven essential you know, you can't put three fillers on this. It's gotta be all killer um
0: it, ha- it it absolutely has and you know I, I, I don't think i don't see it as pressure because um I, I know i know in my heart where what i like writing and and um Mick very quickly has picked up um the style and and, and the direction of the band uh, and 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 he writes you know now in 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 that kind of in that kind of style but 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 with a modern twist and, 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 you know, uh, uh, we all, it's we, and Nick and I probably come up with, with the, with the riffs and we then play them at, at rehearsals. And then the whole band starts and writes um, around the riffs and, and develops a song. So it's very much, a, a, you know, a five way, you know, everybody writes um, on all of the songs. It's, it's quite rare that, uh, I think on the album there's a couple of songs which just have a couple of songwriters. Uh, most of the songs have got all of us on there uh, because uh, that's the way it works best. I, and, and I've always thought that, um, you know, whenever I come up with an idea, when, when I demo it at home in, in my studio, I never ever finish a song because if if a song is finished and you, and you present it to somebody, then it really can't go anywhere because it's finished. That's it. I, I you know I, I, I don't need to adjust it. This is, this is how I see it. But if you if you write a song and say well, listen it's not finished, uh, you know I need four more people to to finish it off. There, there, there's, there's the start, so let, let's let's see what we do with it. And I think you get you're getting five ideas you know into a song rather than just one, and I think that works an awful lot better. Um, and um, it always makes me laugh because. When 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 bands come along and, and they have a, a one's they have a you know the song is credited to one person does that person write every single drum beat does that person write every single bass load? I don't think so so really it, it's not it, you know it's it's a bit unfair um, however that's you know that that's that's just that's kind of the, the, the way the, it goes the way yeah, yeah, yeah. it it's just, it just, it just, it just the way it goes but it's not not in the Tigers it's 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 it, it's you know.
1: But you're right about Uh, that not being fair, because it seems to me that the writer is the guy who does the lyrics when, you know, if you listen to Walk This Way or that, you know, those riffs that that you can sing along, that's just as important as as the the actual words. So, in in fact, let let me ask you about that. Uh, Absolutely, right? So it should always yeah, yeah. be five people who or four people or whatever the amount of band. But but okay, let me ask you quickly about, about guitar solo since I mentioned that. Um, who was I talking to? Oh, yes, Leslie West. I was talking to Leslie West of Mountain uh, yeah. over the summer. And he yeah. said the most important thing about a good guitar solo is you have to be able to sing it after. And I was I was thinking about that going, you know what, when I listen to Walk This Way or Metallica's Enter Sandman, you know, dun, 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 you, you go back and you go... Yeah, I, I can sing the parts. I'm not singing lyrics. I can sing those parts. And he's right. Whereas some of the bands that, that I'm not a big fan of, you know, the, the, the guitar players that play a hundred notes an hour, you go, mm-hmm. Well it's just, blah, blah. how do you approach guitar soloing? Is it a hundred notes an hour? Or do you think to yourself, you know what? The listener needs to be able to sing this solo when I'm not around.
0: Well, well, uh, well absolutely. It, it boils back to, uh, in, in my day, the old Grey Whistle Test, which... The old grey whistle test actually was exactly what it says. It was if, if you in the fifties, if you heard a, a song on the radio, and when the song finished, if you could whistle it, it passed the test. So it passed the whistle test, um, and, and that's that's where the where the name of the, of the famous BBC TV program came from. And indeed, um, you know, if you said to somebody, "Could you sing me?" Um, you know all right now by, by by free you know and and they were uh interrupt music they could do it if you said um can you sing me a song by and we we won't you know we, we won't say any guitar players you know in case they take offense but any any of these hundred mile an hour guitar players um that you know that that, that tour um I think people uh, people go to the shows. I, I, I'm guessing they go to the shows obviously because they, they, they like the music. But for, for the showmanship and and probably for the for the for the technical the technicality of it all, it it, it leaves me cold. It does nothing for me at all. I, I come from the guitar playing school of feel um, of of um, Mick Jones and Foreigner. He plays some lovely guitar songs. They're not fast, really, really guitar the, songs, he, but you, you, you can sing them the all, The best. and, uh, and, and they, they all mean something. You know, they're they're clever. If you look at status quo, whether you love them or hate them, Francis Rossi is not the greatest lead guitar player in the world. But what he plays is absolutely on the money, and you can sing it because he he tends to play themes, and that's what that's what hooks your brain. I'm I'm not a fast. I I never have been a never have been a fast guitar player. You know, um, so uh, Mick does all he does all the fast stuff. he He does all the clever stuff because he can. Yeah, the, the, guitars that, the guitar solos that, that I play are a lot slower and a, and a lot more me, um, and, and, and you know, a lot more melodic. Um, do I ever want? I don't think I ever wanted to play fast, which is why I've never sat down and and put myself into that learning mode of of making my fingers go that fast. Um, I think probably probably the fastest you need to be, is Eddie
1: Van Halen, because he, he he doesn't whittle a diddle, but what he plays is nice. And and you know what Eddie doesn't play super fast. Well, in fact, no. we're, we're gonna we'll tread on cliches for a minute. But Eddie, like a lot of the guys we're talking about, they play for the song. They figure out yeah. what the song needs and they play for
0: absolutely. the song.
1: Absolutely. And, and absolutely. You, I don't want to disparage anybody, but a lot of folks will will say, look at C.C. DeVille and Poison, not the most technical guitarist, but you put Eddie Van Halen in Poison and those songs aren't going to sound right. You put Alex Lifeson in, in Poison, that ain't going to sound right. He play, He's no. the right guy playing the right notes for no. that band and it sounds the way it's supposed to. It sounds great to me.
0: Uh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, and, and, and I think, uh, you know, um, uh, John Sykes set the bar uh, for, for, for playing guitar uh, in the Tigers for, for me, certainly. You know, I, I did it all on Wildcat. That, that that was kind of a a slightly different. Uh, that was very much new wave of British heavy metal. I think when when the two Johns joined uh, for Spellbound um, and Crazy Nights, then I think the Tigers uh, got their got their they got a different identity, shall I say? Um, a, a, a slightly more. Well, okay. Um,
1: let me let me take yeah. you up on that because when you look at Wildcat, Spellbound, and Crazy Nights, yes, there was a singer change. We know. But, and I know it's, everybody says new wave of British heavy metal, but but when you listen to Wildcat objectively, you know, whatever it is, uh, God, almost 40 years ago, Jesus, <laughs> almost 39 years yeah. ago. When you listen to it 39 years later, it sounds to me more like a punk album than a metal yes. album. And maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But the, no, right. you're right. Do you, do you know, I, 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 listened, I listened back to it um,
0: just a few months ago, in in its entirety, um, and I, I didn't realize how much food was was actually in my songwriting. Not quite, quite incredible, really.
1: Now I know you have to get a train, so I know that there's some some commotion going on there in the back. But <laughs> but, but but we will try to finish this in the next five minutes. But okay, but uh, because then after that, if you look at Spellbound and Crazy Nights. Uh, again, I don't want to start categorizing, but I'm going to categorize. I don't see that necessarily as being heavy metal, more as sort of a hard, melodic rock, you know, that's but that's me. That's, um, for for fans that haven't followed along and didn't get the last Tigers album in 2016, first of all, shame on you, go buy it now. Uh, and, and, and second of all, Ritual, um, where do you sort of put that in terms of sound and, and fan base that you're aiming for?
0: It, it's going to sound corny, but I, I really, genuinely do think and believe it's probably at the moment um, the tiger's finest hour. It, it's got everything that the previous albums um, have had, um, but this is this is this is an absolute complete album. Uh, there are no fillers. Every I guarantee every track you will like. Uh, it's it's um, it's a. A big hard rock sound. Is it British? Well, there's, a, there's the British element in there, but I, I think it's 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 not a um, it's not an Iron Maiden sounding album because I think I, I would class them as very British. I would say it's it, it's a very it, it's a very cosmopolitan hard rock um, album um, with tracks on that you're just going to fall in love with. That, that that
1: we have the
0: whistle test on this album. We have the, that that you will be able to whistle. Um, these tunes after you
1: heard them and, and that's what i'm looking forward to well in fact well, i lie i've already heard it and yes you can it, it really is oh look at that the dog decided to join the interview um <laughs> excellent <laughs> there you go. Uh, hello dog um yeah it really is uh it really is a great sounding rock record and and it really is a great companion to the 2016 uh self-titled album um I'll finish on this because I know you've got to go and apparently I've got to go because there's a dog who wants to, <laughs> my attention. Um, just talk to me about quickly about the recording process. Are you one of these bands that does everything through email or are you one of these old school guys that still thinks, no, I need to look you in the white of the eyes, we need to be in the same room, we need to bust heads in the studio and figure out what part goes where and what lyric goes where and you can only do that face-to-face. That's
0: exactly how we do it. Exactly how we do. We're recording that we record the bass and the drums first with a guy guitar. We're then going and record the guitars when when when, um, when the bass and the drums are, are locked in and perfect. Uh, we put the guitars down uh, and then Jack comes across and does the vocals. And in between doing vocals while he's resting, we're doing guitar solos. So yeah, it's 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 all done and and we've achieved it and done it all uh, as we as we do. Uh, in three weeks we, we book ourselves three weeks uh, and we can do it in three weeks but yes we're, we're, it, it, it's all it's all done together
1: by the way thank you for that i i so love bands that do it that way you look at the early black sabbath stuff and it didn't take them seven years to make an album it took them no, quite it took them seven days and yeah. here we are almost 50 years later in fact probably 50 years later on some of those and guess Did? what they still sound great
0: Yeah, they absolutely do. Oh, some of Iommi's riffs are just amazing.
1: Yep. And on that, uh, I will say thank you because I know you got to get to the train. So, merci beaucoup, as we say in Montreal. And, folks, uh, Ritual is out uh, November 22nd.
0: Yeah, 22. Friday
1: Friday the 22nd. Friday the 22nd. Pre order it now uh, everywhere, Amazon and all those places. And, uh, Rob, uh, merci. Thank you.
0: Mitch, thank you so much. Um, mm-hmm. lots and lots of luck. You don't need luck for your show cause it's fantastic. Uh, thank you very much to the listeners. Um, and hopefully fingers crossed. Um, we'll try and get our, um, union Jack bottoms across to see you.
1: Yeah, that, that would be, uh, that would be necessary cause it's been way too <laughs> long, but I, I can certainly help with that. I know the, uh, the guys in diamond head have been making North yes. America a priority over the last few years. Let's make Tigers of Pantang the next band to do the same thing. That
0: will be fantastic. Thank you very much indeed, sir.
1: Thank you, sir. Cheers now.
0: See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Mitch.
1: Bye-bye. You're listening to Rock Talk with Mitch Lafon. Rock Talk.